Welcome to Business Law and More, the podcast that's all about the journey, not just the destination. My name is Rena. I'm a lawyer, business owner, and managing partner of Cosbon. This podcast is for creative entrepreneurs where we discuss business insights, legal hurdles, and more to help you build a business and life that you love. Thanks for spending time with me today. Turn up the volume and let's begin. Today, we're talking about 24-hour retirement and specifically in relation to dentists. And I have Connor Bryan with me on the show. Connor handles a 24-hour retirement. I would love to retire in 24 hours, but I don't think it's possible for me. But Connor is going to explain how it works for dentists. So stay tuned. We've got lots of great nuggets of information for you at the end of the show. So make sure you listen all the way through. Connor, thanks for joining me. Finally, we've got a podcast in. I know, it's fantastic, isn't it? We've been threatening to do it for a while now, haven't we? Finally got around to doing it. It's fantastic to be here, obviously. I'm looking forward to giving a bit of information out to potential clients. Brilliant, brilliant. So today's topic is your speciality, which how to do with your eyes closed. And it <laughs> fascinates me because people ask me, and I'll be honest, I'm just, I, I don't know, I don't know the answer. So we're talking about 24-hour retirement specifically for dentists, not for lawyers. I don't think I can retire in 24 hours as much as I'd like to, and I'm sure our listeners would too. Let's take it back to basics. So what is 24-hour retirement for dentists? So basically a 24-hour retirement is when an NHS contract holder needs to action the pension benefit and to do, they need to come off the contract. Now, the LAT, the local area team or the ICB that governs the contract, they will not allow the contractor to retire unless they bring a partner on or unless, unless the contract is protected. And that's where we come in, if you know what I mean. So in a nutshell, what we're doing is we're facilitating the protection of the contract I while see. the practitioner takes their pension, if that makes sense. I see. So it is not a case of a dentist just being able to take their NHS pension. It's about preserving the contract before they can start taking their NHS pension. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. So like I said at the start, a 24-hour assignment applies to all dentists or it applies to associates. But the, the part that we deal with is for practice owners who have a contract because, like I say, once that pension form is submitted, they will get in touch with your local area team or your ICB saying this contract needs to be shut down from the contract. And if you're, if you're the named party on the contract, then who's holding the contract while you're getting your pension benefits? Does that make sense? So the area team will say, yeah. no, you're not allowed to take your retirement until you seek legal advice because there's a specific route that we need to take, which obviously I handle. And the process basically involves us getting our clients to find a trusted dentist who they trust. Mm -hmm. And what they will do is they will bring that dentist on the contract on the Friday. They will retire on the Saturday. And then that way the contract is protected because there's a named party still on the contract. And then they will come back on the Sunday and then the income partner will be taken off on the Monday. So it's basically this add and remove situation that, ensures the contract isn't terminated and then that gets the area team's agreement then because from the area team's point of view they don't want to say yes you can come off the contract on this date and then because who who's holding the contract who's who is the contractor at that point if so that's, that's, that's the whole process so actually it should be called 24 hour or less retirement because it could be less Basically, than 24 yeah. hours <laughs> yeah so we bring the incoming dentist on the close of business on the Friday and then that way we wouldn't need to get the CQC involved because there's no active treatment going on. So we bring the person on close of business, we then take our clients off and then that quote unquote is the 24 hour assignments on the Saturday. We then put them back on the Sunday and then on the Monday we'd take off the income partner who protected the contract. Now there is situations where clients might come and say, oh, I want to remain in indefinite partnership following my retirement. And then that way we would deal with the CQC as well because we need two names on the registration. When a lot of people speak to me about retirement, they think that we're going to get involved in the figures and everything, but that's not where our 
our cup of tea is, if you know what I mean. Our, our, what we do is we protect the contract from termination because it, it's such a large income. It's the, they receive a monthly instalment from this contract every month, don't? Um, and for that to be terminated, like you just lost a huge chunk of your practice's income, yeah. Yeah. So that's really fascinating. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Lawyers can't do numbers, hence why we are both lawyers <laughs> and we can't do numbers, but we can't definitely plan your retirement, that's for sure, dentist retirements. So I've got a question for you. So anyone who any dentist who's got an NHS contract in their name, do they all have to go through this route when they get to retirement age? Is there any other route or is this the route? This was the traditional route anyway, protecting the contract. You've got to take the 24-hour break-in service. A lot of practitioners will know there's, a, there's quite a couple of pension schemes. So there's the 1995 scheme, the 2008 scheme, and there's the 2015 scheme. Most of our clients are in the 1995 scheme having contracts and these most of our clients own practices. So uh, basically the changes mean that they are now able to take a route that is available to the 2008 and 2015 uh, scheme existing members. And basically this route is called partial retirement. By doing this route, it means you don't need to come off your contract at all. You can cash your pension benefits out without leaving work or taking any sort of break in service. But it does mean that you've got to continue to pay in this pension. And one thing that it didn't hit on before on the 24-hour retirement is basically when you do a proper traditional 24-hour retirement, you have the option of not paying in at all into the scheme anymore. You can completely opt out. So let's say you're paying £1,000 a month into your pension. You, that income's yours, now you're getting that. In the traditional route, you, you get to stop paying in, um, but you do actually have an option to opt back in if you want to. But un, under the new scheme, under the partial retirement scheme, you're, you're forced to opt back in to this to, to the scheme after you've actually released all your benefits. So much like the, the 24-hour retirement, you can release all your benefits through the partial retirement scheme. But like I say, you boxed into having to pay back. As you can imagine, most of these dentists are quite a lot of money. So that's a fair chunk of money that they're putting in each month into the pension. So it's a real selling point that we find for 24-hour retirement traditional clients because basically they're getting the pension, they're getting the lump sum, and then they're getting that additional income each month that they would be paying into the pension scheme. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, yeah. So now they have to continue paying into their pension pot even after that retirement period, but before it was an opt-in if they wanted to continue. So a big change there actually for them as well. So like I say, yeah, on, under the traditional route, it's, you get the choice basically cash yeah. out um, and leave, but you can opt in if you want again. But uh, under the new scheme, under the partial retirement scheme, they're allowed to not have to come off the contract, not have to deal with the income on partner coming onto the contract. But like I say, you've got to be re-enrolled and it's got to be at least 10% less than they were originally paying. So that, for some, that might mean reducing the NHS treatment that they do, uh, focusing more on private work. But it's just something to, to consider because, like I say, everyone's situation is completely different. Uh, I speak to both people on both sides of the fence each day who are like, oh, I just want, I want fast cash, so I want to do yeah. the, the partial retirement. And then I've got other clients who are like, no, I just want to completely stop paying in and just start receiving me benefits. Another thing to note as well about partial retirement is you're allowed to take partial retirement twice, so you can cash the pot out twice until you are boxed into a corner and needing to do an actual 24-hour retirement, so needing to take an actual break in service if you want to get the rest of it. So what I do tend to tell clients is, look, we can get you cash fast by doing partial retirement, but please be aware that at some point down the line, if you don't sell the practice or you don't go into partnership with someone else, you will actually have to do a 24-hour retirement. So for some people, they'll add up whether it's worth paying tw twice for someone mm. to, to actually deal with the process for them. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So I've got a question. We call it 24-hour retirement. Now I understand because it's adding a partner, taking them off, adding them back on, taking them off. And that can all be done in 24 hours or less. 
But how long does the process actually take from your end and what's actually involved? So from my end, it really does depend because as you can imagine, there's, there's multiple different contracts out there. There's GDS contracts, there's PDS contracts, there's contracts that sit in a company name, there's contracts that sit in a sole name, there's contracts that sit in a partnership. So everyone's route is completely different. And just touching on what I said before about getting the CQC involved, if we don't need to get the CQC involved and we are removing the income and partner after it, that takes around three months to action. And if we are making an indefinite partnership following completion of the retirements and successful drawdown, then we would need to make an application to the CQC to obviously register said partnership. So that would take around four to five months, depending on the CQC's capacity. So it just, it, it does really depend on the individual circumstances. We're obviously connected with the ICBs across the country and we've got contacts in the pensions team and we're well in with the assessors, the CQC, so that does assist our clients because we're dealing with the same people day in, day out, aren't we? So like I say, it just entirely depends on the provider's situation. Yeah, and I heard on the grapevine that you've got the LAT's number on speed dial as well for the different LATs. So that's always helpful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they're calling themselves the ICB now, so uh, we, maybe at the time this podcast LAT, comes yeah. out, it might be called something else. <laughs> probably, probably yeah, we changing. are in with the earlier teams, yeah. <laughs> What would you say is the preferred route? Is it, I appreciate it depends on the situation and what the dentist and the client is trying to get out of it, but would you say it, it would be 24-hour retirement or partial retirement? It really depends on the individual. It's, it's a mixed bag at the moment. We've got a couple of clients who are taking the new partial retirement route, which just requires a separate set of forms to be submitted and just a different course of advice to advise the client. Because of course, they take this retirement, they get all the pension benefits but they're only allowed to do this one more time before they actually have to take a break in service. Um, and as you know, it's, there's no way of stopping the, the pension contributions. So they are going to be continuously building that pot up. They're going to have to make additional arrangements to drop the NHS pension contribution by at least 10%. So that might mean working a little bit less. And yeah, and depending on what the client wants, most of them that I'm fine, they just want to stop. Most of them are in the 60s. So they just like, don't need to pay into the pension anymore. They're already financially set by being a practice owner. So mainly it's just tying up loose ends for them before they do eventually take the step to sell, which is what we usually find. We find them coming towards releasing the pension. You've got one foot in the door. They've tasted what it's like to have quite an increased income. And it's like they've saved the time now and they're ready to depart. So we, we sort of see a life cycle of practitioners, don't we? And we've seen it time and time again where we'll have a retirement. And then shortly after, we've got someone who's in a position to sell and they're asking which agent they should go to. That's the way we deal with it here at Carter Bond, yeah. Yeah. And so if somebody is thinking about this and they're thinking about retirement and the different routes, so how soon should they actually contact you? Because even though it's 24-hour retirement, the process, as you said, can take between three to five months and maybe longer, sometimes shorter, depending on the type of contract, the CQC, how quickly people come back to you and so on and so forth. So how soon should somebody come to you and, and say, actually, Connor, this is what I'm looking to do. Can you give me some guidance and when should I start? So to answer that question, it would basically be age dependence because each of the different schemes has a different age, which you're allowed to take your benefits, whether that be early or whether that you, you let it run to the, the time when you have to take it. So it would be the period prior. So whether you're the, if you're taking the income partner off the contract, I'd say, or four months beforehand, because you need to get us instructed, we need to draft all the paperwork. We need to put all the protective measures in place. So when it does come to the weekend, when we are actioning your retirements, your contract is fully protected. You've got a partnership agreements in place. You've got the deed of retirement to remove the person after the contract. And obviously all of our documents are bespoke. So the partnership agreement will be drafted to vest all the goodwill into the 
the actual clients and it'll just be a nominal share partnership agreement for that period that person's on the contract. So it's it's more of a protective situation for our clients. Even that, that's why the area teams are yeah. ICBs will say to us, seek legal advice first because you're messing about with a large amount of money in this contract. So it's it's best to have it completely protected. But yeah, if partners would like to keep the income partner on the contract following completion, then that would be around six months before. But like I say, it just depends on the individual's circumstances. It's best to be early than yeah. neither do it in a month's time, if you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, it would be quite disappointing to say to a client, look, I can't do it in a month. I need a, such and such amount of time just so we can get you protected. But Clients are usually quite receptive when we do inform them that this is for their benefit and this is to protect their assets at the end of the day. And also, I suppose it's good if they came to us as soon as possible because we can check that the contract's in the right entity name and so forth as well. Because I'm sure you've come across that as well, where they're ready to retire and they come to you and actually everything's a bit of a mess and, and you've got to take some time to sort it all out and speak to CQC and make sure it's all fine and then actually proceed with this. I'm sure you've had circumstances yeah, with that as well. That, that's 100% correct. Yeah. There's been quite quite a few times where I've had a client come to me, they've wanted an indefinite partnership following completion, and the current CQC registration doesn't actually match what's on the contract. So that would be a flawed registration, and it would be a case of obviously us dealing with the retirements, correcting the registration, uh, and ultimately making sure the practice is in a good position to sell when it comes down the line, because that is always a problem, as you know, when we come to to buy a practice or sell a practice and it's in the the CQC doesn't quite marry up with what is going on at the site. We, we protect the clients at the end of the day, we get all their affairs in order and get them ready to exit when the time is right. Yeah, fantastic. Brilliant. That's been really informative for me personally as well, because I know we throw these words around like 24-hour retirement and we all joke about it in the office thinking, yeah, that's possible. But it actually is. And now it makes sense as to how it works and what's involved as well. So thank you so much for your time, Connor. If anybody has any questions for Connor, feel free to contact us as well. Details will be on the podcast. And Connor, will you join me again for another podcast? Also, we'll join again. Yeah. And just to touch back on what you just said there in a nutshell, we are protecting the assets. That is our capacity. We, yeah. we will protect your contract for you. So we're not here to give financial advice. All the numbers are with your financial advisor, of course. And uh, like I say, we're, we're just there to make sure that you've got something to return to after you cash out that pension pot. And so you can continue to earn your NHS income. Brilliant disclaimer there. With with the yeah. with the financial advice. <laughs> yes, this is not financial advice. <laughs> Brilliant, love it, Connor. Typical lawyer style is how we exit. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time, Connor. Yeah, you're very welcome, and look forward to the next one anyway. Thanks for listening to Business Law and More, a Cosbon podcast. Before we go, if you enjoyed the podcast, please follow and subscribe to the show, share the podcast or tell a friend about it, leave us a review and stay tuned for more next week.